Welcome to Good Morning Hospitality, your one-stop shop for the latest news, noteworthy trends, and thought-provoking discussions across the industry. From hotels to short-term rentals to all things travel and hospitality, you'll find each episode equips you with the information that you need to start your week. Join us on Good Morning Hospitality every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning. All right. We are here. Yeah, we are here. This is exciting. I love it. Another week, a new a, look. Another week, a new look. I know I'm in a different part of my apartment. No judgment. No, you different corner is better than my background. Everyone <laughs> different corner. Exactly. Exactly. Ooh, let's see if we can get a little bit closer. We got, uh, we've got Kelsey in the background, by the way. Um, do you mind putting us a little bit closer? Yeah. Oh, hey, not that close. There we go. There now we we're are. good. Awesome. Oh, well, good morning, everyone. Um, Steve, how you doing? I'm doing awesome. I feel good this morning. I was telling people backstage, my mom happened to fall on this show, watching it on YouTube, and she's Venezuela and said, you look a little bit swollen, Papi. You need to work out. So I started Stop. to work out. So if she sees this, mom, I'm on it. Okay. We're going to oh, get the camera ready. Wait, I have a request. Can you just do the entire show in that accent? <laughs> in the Spanish accent? No problem. No okay. problem. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> um, so, by the way, why don't we start with our roll call? Hello. Good morning. Ooh, Miguel. Miguel, you're in South Florida joining us. Good morning. Yeah, um, let us know where you're from. And while you're doing that, we got to give a shout out to Sarah, who was just awarded the Mover and Shaker Award by the International Hospitality Institute. That's a big deal, Sarah. Congratulations. That is a, a mover and shaker. Mover and shaker. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Uh, by the way, that was such a pleasant surprise. Um, you know, truthfully, it was just like I, I noticed it and I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, that's so sweet. So uh, that was really nice. Um, well, so well deserved. You, you definitely yes. deserve it. Love well, seeing Antonio. Ola from Miami, South Beach. Ola. Good to see you, Antonio. We got Preston in the house. Wow. Ooh, Corey Maria in Mankato, Minnesota. Mankato, 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 probably. Sorry, we're going to go through that. Uh, Alexandra, great to see you again this week. I love that you're joining us every week. Yeah, everybody. Oh my gosh, so sweet. Let us know where you're joining us from. This is always so cool. Um, I know every week we've just got people from all around the country, which is just exciting. Ooh, Portugal. Christopher, welcome. Ariel's oh. here. Man, we got a lot of great people watching. I'm going to be going to Scotland. Portugal next year. Scotland. Yes. Oh, you guys are so awesome. This is great. It's so exciting to see. Yeah, now we got to deliver. We got to deliver for them today. Ooh, Chicago. <laughs> yes. Oh, my, cousin, my cousin from Chicago. Oh my gosh, I love Louise that your cousin joined. Zafrané. You see, we got the whole everybody oh, in here. This is this is neat. Anyway, yeah. so as you guys are, are tuning in, let us know where you're joining from. We'll totally give you a shout out. I love that. Love um, that you're taking the time out and joining us from all parts of the world. So that's, it's awesome and exciting. Um, but should we go ahead and dive into today's conversation? I think we should. Should we ring the bell? Sure. Oh, new <laughs> we got our hotel bells out. New feature, guys. Oh, gosh. You're going to yeah, love it. We found that. out Sarah and I both have hotel bells on our desk for some strange reason. We didn't know till just right before we got on. Some strange reason we both work in hospitality. What was funny is you actually had the bell, and I was like, oh, wait. And I literally had to just dig right here and poof, a bell. It, it triggered you. I saw that concierge. All of a sudden, you popped up. You're like, I got to go somewhere. 
<laughs> I, I, I gotta go. I gotta go. The bell's ringing. Um, so, <laughs> wow. Somebody clearly had their caffeine this morning. <laughs> Both of us. We're ready. Biscayne coffee. And I don't know what you're drinking over there, but we're no, ready we to go. We don't need to talk about it. It's okay. But it is legal. So, um, <laughs> but, um, so actually, wait, quick thing about the bell before we move on to today's topic. And curious, by the way, if you were tuning in and you work at a hotel that's old school, that has a bell, let us know if there's like a code for your bell. So Steve, did you know, like when I worked at a hotel, there was a code, like one bell w would call the page, two, two, like one ding. I'm not going to ding for everybody. Uh, two dings would call the bellman. And then um, three dings would call our house car driver. Wow. I did not know that. Oh, yes. I like it. So, right, so it car, please. Yes. Car, please. And then, you know, over would come Max. You need car. Yes, Max, we do. We need the car. Can you please take them to CVS? Okay. Oh, my gosh. Love Shout Max. Shout out to Max. And we still got some new people joining. Jordy, thanks for joining. Malcolm. And yes. Bernice, you're, you're seeing our banter before we hop into some Woo, Tanzania. fun topics today. Love that. I know we did. We're doing a little bit of banter. Hopefully you guys enjoy um, that. Again, it's the caffeine talking. Well, let's go ahead and talk about, we've got a lot of topics here. Um, just interesting things that are going on in the industry. So um, the one big thing, IHG um, just uh, did their quarterly sort of recap and they found that their RevPAR is up 12.8, so almost 13% over 2019. Um, mm -hmm. This is, this is interesting. Um, I mean, we're living in a different era than like pre-pandemic. Um, yes. It's fascinating just seeing the growth in different ways and just like how people have really doubled down as far as the consumer side, how they've really just doubled down on travel and they're willing to pay more. Yeah. And what was interesting and we're seeing, I dove a little deeper into it and seeing the interview by the CEO of ISG mm -hmm. and he said, look, groups are what's going to are pushing it so they're up 10.5 percent yeah. in group bookings so it's great to see companies really investing in travel and doing big events and and you mm -hmm. travel around to see all these big conventions and so do i so it's amazing to see that i feel like they're bigger and better than they were even before the pandemic oh totally totally um and and it's interesting because it's across the board by the way i mean ihe just came out just because the their numbers were so strong but um marriott um, as well, also reported pretty high um, increase. I think this was a little bit less. It was more of like 10.5. Um, but it's it's fascinating. And then also when you were talking about this group business, um, the different markets that they were talking about. So top markets that have nearly fully recovered since or basic, I hate using that word at this point, but you know what we were talking about yes. since 2019, um, like the big ones like Austin, Nashville, Denver, um, all fantastic cities and amazing. And they've, they've all exceeded 2019 levels. Yeah. And so, if you're listening now live, give us a little thumbs up emoji. If you're seeing that at your hotel, um, we'd love to see what's going around. Cause we have so many countries here that if you let us know, it'd be interesting to see the quick poll, like a thumbs up or a yes, that your business is up or down. Let us know. Yeah. But, let us know. And by the way, he, we had yeah, a couple of people join us late. Oh, sorry. Sorry, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Give a little bit of love for some people that joined us. They, Lonnie joined us. Um, we got, yes, Lonnie from South Florida as well. Brian McKenzie from Amsterdam. Jim over the hill in the valley. 
I'll join you one day. Uh, Jeremy's like, back oh, again. I know it's good Jeremy. to see you again, Jeremy. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Jeremy, for joining us. Uh, so sorry. I just want to do a shout out to yeah. all these amazing people. Um, what was interesting too, was that he had said, that revenge travel is done. So all the people who had saved up on travel and were willing to spend crazy amounts on whatever their dream trip was has yeah. slowed down. Uh -huh. And so now it's more back to leisure. Yeah. Leisure. And really those business bookings that like you and I know when you have those yeah. big conventions in, it's a little bit easier to staff because you know how many people are going to be there. You totally. know what to expect. Totally. So I know a lot of my friends in the hotels are liking that these groups are back because they can plan better, especially when they're short staffed. It's like they know what yeah. to prepare for. Oh, 100%. It's all about forecasting. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's also been a huge element to um, or a huge challenge to the staffing issue. Yes, we've already been short, short staffed. But then when... Uh, the basically the booking window shortened so much it was so hard to properly forecast and arguably properly staff depending on your destination and and the location um no. a so, lot of times we we would have to overstaff because you didn't know what was going to come because it was booking like same day for that day on certain yeah. weekends yeah especially Definitely. in our market down here in miami and south beach yeah Ooh. I got to come visit. Uh, maybe I will in December. Stay tuned. Oh, yeah, you come uh, on down. Yeah. Um, so uh, the other, uh, the next topic that we had was um, Hi Hyatt um, basically announced that they're kind of creating a new um, well-being collective of global properties. Um, and we know, I mean, obviously wellness travel, not a new concept, not new that we're even seeing different brands kind of lean into that. But what was interesting about this is that they're kind of doing this well-being collective and it's a set of global properties really tailored to well-being experiences. Um, and they've got over 30 properties right now and then they plan to extend in 2024. Um, interesting is that they found um, a global business traveler report found that 93% of corporate travel managers report that most employees take advantage of health and wellness services, um, at least even if occasionally while traveling. So um, health and wellness is definitely on everybody's mind. Yeah. And for listeners out there, it's not the health and wellness. I guess they're doing yoga and some other things, but they have some cool stuff happening yeah. at some of these properties. Like an example, at the Miraval Berkshires Resort and Spa, they're teaching their guests how to start a fire from scratch. Yeah. So I've always wanted to learn that. Like if I got stuck out there like Tom Hanks in Castaway, could I start my own fire? Um, or like the Hyatt Regency in Lost Pines Resort and Spa is making sure they're taking people out into the community. They're learning about the local community. They're helping the locals as well. So it's really about well-being for your soul, for mm -hmm. learning new things, as growing as a person. So I'm curious to see how that grows. And I would love to see more hotels do this. It's not anything that's rocket science to start. Yeah. It'd be great. Yeah. No. It, and it, what's interesting, funny, because now that actually just reminded me way back when in 2019, I went to Puerto Rico with um, the groups and meeting teams um, over at Hilton. And, um, and it was interesting because I, that's not normally a group that would have me come to a location, but we we did that and it was fascinating because they were really breaking down their health and wellness offerings that they were offering specifically for 
groups because there are actually a lot of conferences and conventions that happen in Puerto Rico, interestingly mm. enough. And so they were just showing like all the different things that they offer from yoga classes to the different um, healthier food offerings. So all of their menus have different, um, you know, whether it's more vegetarian options or just healthier um, options in general, it doesn't have to be vegetarian, doesn't have to be healthy. I'm yes, not- you can be healthy without being vegetarian. Are you vegetarian? I am. You are. I am. I learned something new today. I am. I Yes, I am. I started dabbling in fish this past year, and I still feel guilty when I eat it. But, you know, that's a story for another podcast. (laughs) The internal struggles of Sarah when she goes out for sushi. Um, uh, So... Uh, but it is, it, it's, it's great to see, you know, again, wellness has just been on the mind of all of these hoteliers for so long, but I like it. Oh, have you also noticed this? I have recently, cause I'm actually, despite what my Instagram says, I am not a big drinker. Um, and, uh, there's been a lot of, uh, non-alcoholic options. Have you found, have you found that? I see it popping up on my feet a lot. I am yeah. not that person. However, I like my glass of wine every evening uh, is a lot of my friends have gone sober. Like they're like, I'm oh, not wow. drinking anymore. It's yeah. just, I feel better. And yeah. they're doing a lot of this and they're from the alcohol business. So these people who are selling spirits are now saying no longer drink. Same thing with bartenders. A lot of bartenders saying I no longer drink, but I'll make yeah. sure I know how to make it for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really happy to see a lot of people living that healthier lifestyle because yeah. you can fall into that trap in hospitality. 100%. Right? And so I like that they're pushing not only for their guests, but they're making it, you know, more normal to yeah. say, hey, I'm going to focus on my well-being and growing as a person, whether it's through new activities, through working out your body, through mm-hmm. spirituality, through whatever it might be. I'm happy yeah. to see that a lot of these places are doing it. So kudos to Hyatt for pushing. I hope a lot of other hotels jump in there. Yeah, I, I know. Again, it, it is really interesting. I mean, I'm seeing so many mocktail options on on menus. I actually, I, I'm that weirdo that gets super excited. Um, so, by the way, the next time you guys see a bunch of drinks in my photos on Instagram, you mocktails. know, that they're either mocktails. They are. Well, because if I'm working, I'm definitely like, don't waste your alcohol on this drink. It's like for a photo. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how honest I am. Yeah, or I order it and then whoever I'm with, they end up drinking it. <laughs> And I say, like, some people are trying to get you to fall off the wagon here. Jim is saying that you need to fall off the wagon and give for an In-N-Out burger. Whoa, whoa, fall off the wagon. <laughs> I know, right? How boring am I? The vegetarian that doesn't drink and does yoga. I haven't done yoga in a while. But, um, all right, let's get back to the... <laughs> but the cats, like, yeah, there's real growth in no and low alcohol yeah. offerings now. So yeah. she recommends looking out at Everleaf Aperitif. Oh, ooh, so- Interesting. All right, Kat, we're going to check that out. I love love discovering new things. I I write about it pretty often on what I'm sipping. So you can see that in the newsletter I write. So what what I'm sipping, what I'm sipping this month. (laughs) Oh, Sarah's just having energy drinks. So um, the next topic here um, was about MGM. So as we all heard a couple weeks back that we talked about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we talked about it, um, how Vegas, a couple of their big hotels, um, were basically held hostage with their cyber attacks. And now they um, are handing out vouchers for the victims of the cyber attacks. Uh, what I was curious, um, did you did you see like how much any of that was by any chance? They didn't say. It so that's did. what I'm curious about, right? So it's for their loyalty members. Yeah. And the people that are, you know, fans and I guess the diehard clients are getting some kind of voucher or points. Mm-hmm. Um 
but they didn't really say what it was. And you can see that the news articles reached out. I reached out to some people that I knew on LinkedIn, but they don't really have a, a clear answer. Yeah. So maybe MGM, you want to come on here and let us know <laughs> what you're offering to get people to come back and trust. Please let us know. Yeah. Well, it's, it, it is interesting because it, I mean, obviously they have to do something like, you, you know, but uh, I'd be curious, like, would that work for you, Steve? I was thinking about this, you know, when hotels are in crisis or something major happens, like we've worked on smaller things where like mm -hmm. there's no water or there's, you know, the power's out or something happens. It's how you recover that really makes a huge difference. And so if you can really recover well, you might gain some new fans. Right? Yeah. Just like they teach us in hotels. Like when there's a problem, that's the opportunity for you to go beyond and make a fan for life. That's a chapter in my book. Is it? It is. So you, so tell us about it, right? Tell, give us some examples here. But that's what I really... Shout out to the book. Where where we get the book on Amazon, right? Hold yes, it up again. Yes, you can get the book on Amazon, Hospitality from Within. You can also get a signed copy at hospitalityfromwithin.com. I need one for my desk, Sarah. Oh, I do not have, have one. I need to get one. You see, we've been on the show together. We're learning all oh new things God. today. Okay, you send me coffee. I'll send you a book. Done. It'll be good Good times. Uh, <laughs> oh my but yeah, so how do you recover? Give an example here, right? Because if you were advising MGM, you wrote the book on it. What would you say to oh, do? Whoa. Let's not get yeah, it. But let's say you had a big crisis. You have a lot of upset guests. How could you make an impact? Um, yeah. You know, I think the, what they're doing truthfully is the first start. As far, I mean, because they're also offering them free stays, like mm -hmm. to come back and have a free stay. Um, I think the big thing, it's not necessarily about the free stuff that you give. It's about the transparency. So I think, and I would hope, I have not been on the receiving side of these emails, is that they would, in the email, say, you know, unfortunately this happened, and then actually explain what they're doing differently to ensure that this doesn't happen again. So really mm -hmm. kind of like detail that out. Yes, do that with points. Yes, do that with whatever. That's fine. But half the time, what I what I always found um, is... It, I mean, yes, obviously there's an element of like, okay, do some sort of compensation or some sort of gesture, but it, it really comes down to the open transparency. And it's like, this is how we're going to do it differently. Because at that point, guests want to feel heard if a mistake happens, mm -hmm. you know, they want to feel that they, like, if they're telling you, oh, this did not go the right way, then yes, I hear you. I acknowledge that. And this is how we're going to fix it. So um, I know that's not like a, mind-blowing sort of um, response, but I, I think a lot of people want to kind of glaze over problems. And I think if you really um, address them head on, that's that goes uh, a really long way for, for guests. Yeah, I think keeping it simple is a great way to do it and just focus on gaining that trust again. And if you're yeah. listening live now, what are some things you do now to kind of gain yeah. trust back on one-to-one -one customers? Or maybe you've had a, a big thing that's happened before. We'd love to share that with our audience as we start sharing more content. Totally, totally. Um, all right. Wow. We we just we've done a lot of talking here. Got a couple more topics. Why don't we switch over and talk some some travel topics? Yes, I love when we do this. I learn a lot from you when we do this. Oh well. Um, okay. So United Airlines, um, they uh, kind of you know announced that they're really double downing on international travel. Um, I personally don't fly inter um, United. Sorry, I don't fly United a lot, but they are as far as the American brands. Um, uh, or the American uh, airlines, 
U.S.-based airlines, I should probably word it that way, they do have, I, I think, the strongest um, international options. And mm -hmm. they, But they've been double downing on... Uh, on their um, their international flights, so um, they just continue to see a strong demand for international travel, like across the board. So that's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's interesting to see, right? I guess maybe that's the business travel starting to pop back up because yeah, maybe we can tie that to the hotels. Let's make our little hypothesis here. Totally. Um, but I think it, look, more and more people are going to continue to go out of the country. Yeah, and I know that there's some flights, and I see Jeremy from Israel commenting. Mm -hmm. uh, what he's offering. And I know some places oh, yeah. have stopped going there, but he's offering out to get people there, offering 50% discount off nightly mm -hmm. rates to try to attract any possible guests because it's so yeah. difficult there now. And we're wishing you the best, everyone in Israel yeah. and, and that part of the world. It's a terrible what's going on. So look, the other part that they mentioned in this was, which I'd like to see how this works, is I'm always interested about how people board the planes. And so they yes. said they're going to start to board people by window first, then middle, then aisle. That seems pretty normal, but what if you have a family or kids or your couple? Oh, like, oh my gosh. Out back? <laughs> I did a video on this and I'm happy to break this down because yeah, I did look at the five and this. Okay, so here's the thing. They used to, like up until 2017, board back to front, okay? Yes. Mm -hmm. Then in 2017, they switched it front to back because it's a money game. Because people want to pay a premium. Oh, there you go. Sorry, we got my up. little bubble. Um, it's a money game. The people want to pay a premium to board earlier because so many more people are traveling with um, carry-on luggage. That so that's very very different way of how people are traveling. Now, what they found is that actually slowed the time. But at that point, it was like, okay, well, you know, we can use the additional revenue. So they were just kind of focused on that. But now, in recent um, in the recent years with delays and all of this, they're doing anything that they can do to shave off time. So what they're, they've kind of done is this sort of hybrid. And by the way, the window middle aisle way of boarding is actually known as Wilma, which I thought was interesting <laughs> um, by those in the industry. So they've kind of combined the two. So obviously first class and um, group one and group two will board accordingly because those people have paid a premium to get mm -hmm. on the plane earlier, but then group three and below, that's where they will kind of do window middle aisle. Now I got a lot of people questioning on my, um, on my social, like, well, what about families? Of course, families can board together. I I've boarded many times <laughs> with family members and we're in completely different classes um, or even mm -hmm. a friend. Um, yeah, I've had a friend that was, they were in first class and I wasn't, but like we got to board the same time. Um, so uh, the point is, is that that's not a big percentage of, of mm -hmm. the airplanes. So no worries. Uh, but yeah. they found, they tested it in some big airports already um, in recent months and they found that it shaved off two minutes of time. So pretty wild, huh? That's big, especially when you start adding that up, planes and all the traveling going on. All right. So you made me feel better. I thought they'd make my kids wait outside while no. I kind of like, sorry, kid. No. And Alexander oh, said Mythbusters also did what? an episode on plane boarding a while back. Well, now I need to well, watch Alexander, Now you got to find a YouTube video for us. Clip oh, it in the geez. link here if you yeah, can. Yeah, I know. We'd, we'd I love to see that. Um, uh, well, yes. Vet veterans, Jim mentioned veterans and active military already always deserve priority. Of course. Um, also, Jim mentioned about Southwest thinking that group boarding is still the best. Well, yes, but you notice too, Jim, is that people can pay a premium to board earlier. Oh, so, <laughs> just saying. Money talks. I did see one guy who goes with the sweater. 
with the hoodie and puts his hand in the sweater and sits like in the middle. I saw that. that. And Genius it's like, guy. Hey, look, yeah, it looks I like a real person. Traveling with me. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Wow. People will do anything. Um, okay. Uh, we'll kind of wrap up a couple of our topics here. Europe. Okay. How many of us remember earlier this summer, a couple of months ago, that they're, they're going to be implementing a new visa program for those traveling to Europe. Um, and basically it's like an electronic way of, of, uh, uh, recording the fact that you are going to be traveling to Europe and they're going to be charging. It's like an $8 fee, something like that for, for this visa. This was supposed to launch in 2024. So next summer, a lot of people were like, Oh my gosh, this is crazy. They really freaked out. I remember <laughs> freak out. And I'm like, guys, it's really not that big mm -hmm. of a deal. Um, but, uh, that's now been postponed to 2025. So, um, everyone can relax. A little bit for a little bit longer, but honestly, you know, I, I mean, uh, you know, obviously our, our passports are in the system anyway, mm -hmm. but I don't think that this is necessarily a bad move. And quite frankly, with the amount of people that were traveling to Europe, I mean, the boom in Europe, tr European travel this summer it was crazy. Like, Everybody was there except for me. Totally, and me. I didn't oh, go either. I see that, but I felt like everyone in, I oh. knew. Everybody I knew, like Summer. I was, yeah, with Aperol spritzes, uh, with the view of the water and 100%. 100%. Oh my gosh. Um, Alexander shared that link. Ooh, love that. So cool. So we'll make We're sure to check that out. We'll definitely check that out. Um, but it is interesting because I don't know, there was, there was a lot of pushback, um, in regards to that. And I just, I don't know, it didn't really. Is something about being tracked more easily like what could it be like why would people freak out i was looking for that but i didn't really see yeah why that bothered so many people but no it didn't i'm down to pay it i want to go this coming year yep same um mm -hmm. okay last quick topic here oh this won't be very long this is more this should be an outrageous news segment this is this definitely we will categorize under. Yeah, I see you laughing. Mm -hmm. um, so this off duty, I don't know if you guys saw this. This off duty airline pilot was charged with 83 counts of attempted murder because he was an off duty airline pilot and he was on an Alaska Airlines flight and he attempted to try to shut off the engines mid flight. Say what? Is yeah. this not great? First of all. So he was a pilot that got into the cockpit. Because at first I was like, how does he get in the cockpit? All pilots, I guess, have a little extra seat back there. And so he oh, was so able to get in the cockpit. That's yeah. how he was up there. And then like. And then he's had a meltdown and tried to crash the plane, but they fought him off and saved home, someone saved everyone's life in there. But that's just crazy to me. Homeboy was having a bad day, went on somebody else's flight and was like, I'm going to crash this with everybody else on here. Yeah, Come 80, on. 83 other souls, as they would say. They all made it, right? So they all made it, but that is what what I'm curious is to see what they're going to change, if anything, because of this, because that's insane. We need some self-flying planes. Come on, Elon Musk. We need oh you. God. We got you got Sarah's Tesla driving by itself. We need these planes flying by themselves. <laughs> Oh my God. That's so fun. Okay. Uh, oh yeah. By the way, I actually do have zoom in my car. So maybe one day we'll do this. We'll do this live from your car. I don't yeah. have one. <laughs> we need to rent one for that day. We'll go on two row. Perfect. Oh, well, 
Time for our real-time recap. <laughs> <Let's go. laughs> They're going to kill oh. us with these bells. I know. You guys are going like to hate them. us. I'm so sorry. I do. I love them. Uh, do you have a real-time recap from this week, Steve? I do. So my company was um, one of the companies responsible for setting up all the Live Golf Tournament Championship here in mm. Miami, Florida. They were here for the championship. And I just want to say that golfers, these professional golfers like Phil yeah. Mickelson and Dustin Johnson and you know some of these best athletes in the world mm-hmm. are just walking around with the fans. And it's just cool to me to see like how genuinely nice they are. It's not like football or basketball or tennis where you're just, like in the stands and you can't interact. You're there with them and they're taking selfies and signing autographs. Oh, and amazing. I just saw the kids' eyes, like how like amazed they were that they were meeting these superheroes to them. And so just shout out to them. Great hospitality. I didn't see anyone like, no, I can't sign this or get away from me. Everyone was genuinely nice. So I take that as my hospitality part of the day. Your hospitality part of the day. Interesting. I'm actually trying to think of one. Um, Okay. I'll just, I'll use this as an example. Um, Even though this was going a little bit more personal than I wanted to, but um, to a reminder that hospitality is not, only in hotels or restaurants, any sort of business that you have that you interact with other people, there's an element of hospitality. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had been, for example, I've been living in, um, I'm moving. So that's what you'll be seeing different backgrounds over the next couple of weeks. Uh, and I had moved into a building and I felt that, they just, every time I asked, it just, things fell short and it just felt insincere. I would ask for things. I'd offer to pay extra for things. And I was just kind of like pushed to the side and, um, I am moving to another place and I've had a completely different experience. And again, it's not necessarily a hotel. No, no, no. It's not, it's, it's an ap- apartment building. Yeah, big but part just, of your life though. 100% big part of my life. But the fact that like, from day one, like I just, mm, something didn't feel right. And that stuck with me. And even though now they're trying to recover and try to be, oh, well, can we do that? And it's like, you probably shouldn't have been like weird to me at the beginning because mm-hmm. I, I sensed that. And I never could feel totally comfortable because just there were a couple of things that happened at the beginning that just didn't sit right with me. So um, that's just a random thing that reminder that any business that you have, it doesn't have to be a hotel. It doesn't have to be a restaurant. Um, so long as you are interacting with people, um, that's the hospitality business. So it, it really matters and it can make a big difference. You know where I would like to see more of this? Mm-hmm. We're going to keep on this topic. Is it in healthcare, right? So oh, hospitals, yeah. doctors, dent, like treat people well. They're there for mm-hmm. a reason to usually feel better. Like totally. It's such a big thing that can be done there. So. You know, for any of listeners out there, I'm sure you deal with other things out there too. Let us know what kind of business or place you would want to see have a little bit more hospitality training like we all have. Yes, uh, definitely. Because anyone can get better in their business by doing oh, that. So true. Oh, what is this? Ooh, fly Air Lingus to Ireland. Noted. I got to go to Ireland. Jim <laughs> sent that in. Okay, perfect. I love this. <laughs> Now I'm going to Ireland. Um, All right. So our hospitality quote. Yeah. Should I read it? Yeah, you should take a deep breath. Hospitality, there's always more to learn. And you're dealing with so many different types of people from all over the world every single day. You'll never know it all. And that can be humbling. But it's also a great opportunity to develop a coach mentality in your management staff. And that is from Dwight 
Zeringer? Zeringer. Zeringer? Zeringer. I would say that. Dwight Zeringer. Great Um, quote. uh, Yeah, right? I mean, what I love in that quote is that reminder is that, first of all, the number, always be learning. I mean, I think that that's the beauty of our industry is that like no, no day is the same. You know, again, you're interacting with so many different people from all around the world. Every request is different. Every day is different. And how lucky are we that we get to work in an industry where every day is different because that keeps you on your toes. It keeps you your brain nimble. Um, And I guess like this says, it's also it's humbling. Like you never get too comfortable. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's know. part of the, the hospitality addiction that we all have that's worked in it. Like every day is a new challenge. You get reps yeah. and dealing with different kind of people from all over the world. And Kat mentions here that oh, setting yes. the table, the book is a really good job on this. I have it actually on my shelf. I'm looking at it I was it about now. to say, I was like, I feel like I have it somewhere. But yeah, yeah so Danny Meyer. We have, to, we have to get Danny Meyer on here too. So Danny, you're coming on next. We have some Danny. big guests coming up too. I don't know if we should uh, mention anything yet, but I love who we have coming up soon. Not yet, but it, in a couple weeks, I think that we should tease because we do have a couple of um, really interesting guests coming on. So uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. But um, yeah, again, we are super lucky when what we get, we are in, um, we're in a business where we get to create memories for people. And that, that you can't, like money can't buy that. Mm-mm. I love getting it. Yes. <laughs> but I love getting to do it every day. And especially on the show with you, we get to impact so many people. There's so many of you that write us. I love seeing all your notes. I know Sarah does as well. And keep <laughs> joining us every week, yeah. but make sure to subscribe. Uh, so you get alerted when we're coming on. And if you'd miss this live, you can always find us on all streaming platforms. Uh, just put in good morning hospitality and you'll find us. Definitely. And uh, if you want to stay up to date with everything that's happening in the hospitality business, as far as venture capital, private equity funding, acquisitions, you name it, head to Good Morning Hospitality. They have uh, the GMC report, which is pretty neat. So you can go uh, just to the main website. There will be um, a link there that you can click for that to get to the GMC report. So you can stay tuned for everything. So, um, wow, that is it for today's show. This flew by. It did. It was a lot of energy today. We brought the energy. <laughs> it was good. And, we, and our bells. And our bells. By the way, let us know if you like the bells. Um, I will make sure to try and keep it by my computer for next week when I'm joining from a different location. <laughs> Travel around with it and put it on front desks. I was like, Excuse me, sir. I'm just traveling with my bell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, there you go. That's it for our show for this week. Join us next week. And as always, thank you. Thank you very much. Have a great week, everyone.